Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pascoe. That'll be me. Alright, this is the podcast where you're going to sit back and hopefully be relaxed, well, you're going to be informed, hopefully relax and um, find out just how it feels to be in the shoes of a songwriter. That's the plan, Stan. Here we go. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself there, it's been a long, old, long, long road since I wrote that particular song, that secret lullaby, song number three. (laughs) Today, this episode, we're looking at song number 612, and somewhat appropriately, I feel now, it's called The Long Haul. It was written in 2014, and heck, that was about eight years ago now, so... Yeah, dear, the time just keeps on marching by for all of us. Um, me, I like to write songs. I like to play the piano. I like to paint. I like to do cartoons. Make sheet music. <laughs> sheet music. <laughs> sheet music. Uh, record. Love recording and arranging songs. New album up with Paul Dredge. Have you recorded that? Have you sussed it out yet? The untrodden track, people. 45 minutes. Do you ever listen to an album for 45 minutes these days? I do. Constantly. Whenever I can, I like to listen to a bunch of songs that belong together. Uh, I guess that's what songwriters like. It's, um, how songs fit together and they somehow have some sort of deeper meaning uh, by doing that. Now, The Long Haul, I actually released it was, it as the title track of a piano vocal album currently on my Bandcamp site, petepasco.bandcamp.com, put it in the show notes, um, and with the thought that one day I'd like to do a more uh, fuller arrangement uh, than what's on that particular album. Um, it may yet be going across onto other streaming services just the way it is. And, uh, yeah, the long haul just sort of jumped out to me and said, hey, why don't we do this song tonight? So I thought, why not? Um, it goes back to the time um, I was living in a place called Sandringham in Melbourne back then and had a beautiful, lived in a beautiful street and had an old house. It was like an old farmhouse, really, in the middle of the city, somewhat bizarrely. And we were surrounded by beamers and mercs and all that. And the Pasco family had a little... Uh, hatchback <laughs> called Nugget because uh, that was uh, Neil Finn's nickname and a uh, little gold it was hard to tell whether it was gold or silver some of the paintwork had changed and I got a fond Nugget, nugget. Yeah, it was a fond place in my heart still good memories good old Nugget went for a long time had uh, some pretty good memories including one night this comes to mind I was, I was recording um, the Lost in Time album with Paul Dredge and, and uh, Earl Pollard and we went to load all the stuff into the car and realised with three of us it was going to be pretty hard work getting, getting hard work getting the piano in. We managed it just sort of like over the top of the seat and I think Paul leaned to the left and Earl was in the back holding the holding the piano through the middle of the car if you will. The things you do when you're musicians. At least it wasn't on the roof. I remember shifting house once with Paul. Who's this Paul? Paul Dredge is my co-songwriter. Yeah, like yep, the untrodden track. Once we were sharing a house, and uh, my mother offered me the old kitchen table. Sure, we'll get that. So 
Paul and I jumped in the little mini, my car, raced around the corner. It wasn't far, and we checked out the table. Yeah, there, and then we'll grab it. Got a mini, mini Clubman, great little car. Uh, what can I do? So we put the table upside down on top of the car, <laughs> and uh, Paul put his left arm out and held onto a leg, and I put my right arm out the window, held onto the other leg, and drove the car. It was only a few, yeah, around the corner down the street a bit, but seriously, I don't know whether you'd do that these days. I really don't. The things you do when you're younger. <laughs> One of the things you do when you're younger or older, depending when it, when it hits you, um, is you can fall in love. And you can find yourself uh, in deeper than you thought you might be going to get in, deeper in a relationship. And that's what sort of happened to me with the long haul. I think what we're going to do without further ado, why don't we roll the long haul? Here we go. From the album, The Long Haul. Yeah.
Okay, so that was the long haul. Feelings to go in there. Um, it's a nice feeling just cruising out. Um, talk about how, talking about how it feels to be a songwriter. Um, it feels really good. Um, it's a bit like as a painter. Um, it's it's a nice feeling you paint a picture and it's presented. The great thing about writing a song is that you get to present it time and time again. And um, here we go as a songwriter. Not, not a bad idea. I think leaving a space sometimes for the music to do the talking. That sort of end, but yeah. I mean, that's good fun. And a long haul. All right, what we like to do here is dip into the lyrics. Let's see what's waiting for us. <laughs> Old dog, new trick. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I actually, I really like that. Um, for what is quite a, um, a romantic sort of song, isn't it? I guess. Uh, I, I think that sort of um, brings with it a bit of character and uh, perhaps a somewhat unexpected. Um, and there's something real about that. I like to, I like starting out with a real line. But that's sort of a, I imagine um, someone looking at me and thinking, yeah, you've been around the block, buddy. Old dog, new trick. Can you handle it? Yeah, hold on. Uh, I'll be with you. Won't be long. So, what's that? It's about um, a chap been around the block, and he realizes that this could be a bit of an opportunity. Uh, requires that commitment. <laughs> Hang on. I'm in for the long haul. There you go. He said it. The whole trip. Okay. You can count on me. How long for? For a weekend. <laughs> Not giving it all away. You can count on me for a weekend in about 20 years. All right? So the, the writer of this song has yours truly decided, yeah, this could be, this is the real thing. Here we go. Through different seasons, I will be there. And that's the gist of the song. Yeah? Not a lot to it in terms of what it's about. It's about that, that commitment. Yeah? And then um, giving an example. Well, the wind blew all night. Where did the wind blow? Blow? Bly? <laughs> the wind blew. I can hear it. I can hear it now. And the house in Sandringham, that old farmhouse I was talking about, used to have this almighty great, whacking great tree out the back. Um, I'm not sure what it was. Someone said Chinese oak once. And it had been there for a long time. I say a long time. And it had a lot of possums in there. They, the possums used to thunder across the roof at night. Sometimes with a, um, there was the name of these massive owls that used to chase them around a bit. It's pretty exciting to wake up and like, it's like a locomotive train it happens to me in the studio from t- time to time. I've mentioned that. You're dead sleeping. It's just boom, 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 boom. And the, the possums racing across the tiled roof in a race to get away from these massive owls and they get up into the tree. Uh, one year, those owls had babies up there and they were the snow white. Beautiful, beautiful, um, birds. Uh, Tawny Frogmouth, Tawny Frogmouth Owls. Check them out in Melbourne, Australia. There's some great wildlife in Australia. There really are. So the wind blew all night. You can hear that wind blowing. And then the dawn appears. And the birds were telling us it's clear. What's clear? You're safe. You're safe. All right, with your arms around me. Nice way to wake up, eh? The birds calling. 
all is at peace with the world. I, I really, like, I, I do love waking up at dawn when you're lying and, and you can just, you know, you don't have to sort of leap out and go anywhere, particularly. Sound of the birds calling and, and that light creeping in through the window and the sound of the, the wind just dying away to just a gentle rustle. Those were the sorts of things that were going on. This week's been a bit different. The cat, we got the black and white cats. They've been waking, one in particular has been waking me up. He's learned to rattle the doorknob in the wash house. Oh my gosh. A donk, a donk, a donk, a donk, a donk, a donk. Quarter to five again this morning. <laughs> Marginal. Tell you what, got to think about a plan. Might have to leave him out, I think. Yeah, we're safe here, all right. Didn't know I was falling. So there's the next admission. But I opened my heart like a window to the storm. So there you go, just harking back to that last verse about the wind and the storm and that. Well, open my heart like a window to the storm. I like that. Nice image. I thank my stars you were looking for my signal in the sky. And what was the signal? Saying so much more than a weekend. That's, I'm talking about a weekend in 20 years, so yeah, talking the real thing. Through different seasons, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. And at the end, there's a bit of a tag. The biggest story is complex. Well, that's true, yeah? So not going in, into a, this relationship, neither party, naively. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. But simple maths, one and one is two. The happiness, the happiness has washed away the blue like that. I've known it since I met you. So there you go. Fairly um, statement of how this particular songwriter was feeling at that point in time. And he was feeling in love and committed. So there you go. Interesting, isn't it? As a songwriter, you can really put your heart on your sleeve, can't you? And just do that sort of thing. Um, For me personally, I, I, I don't think I do that a lot these days. Might have done it a little bit to start with. But I'm not one of those sort of old oh, baby, baby sort of songwriter guys anymore. Um, now and then. But I, I like to sort of have, have a bit of some interesting stuff in there. Interesting stuff. Like old dog, new trick. Yeah, I, I, think, it's, I think it's a good idea. Why? Well, yeah, I don't know if I need that gushy stuff going on. <laughs> There's a way to present stuff. And for me, personally, as a songwriter, here you go, you can present yourself, it's a version of yourself. And I I find at times, I probably can maybe come across as a little bit of um, aloof in a sense. I bet maybe that's the case. I don't, I certainly don't mean to, but I think it's more of a, almost like a protection thing. You sort of share so much of yourself to whoever wants to hear about it pretty much and here I am talking about it as well just for the edit <laughs> helping but it's uh, yeah yeah it's an, here they go here you go I haven't said this before in these um, episodes it's an odd feeling being a songwriter at time because you you know you share a lot of yourself but you share it I, I guess by, by putting words like old dog new trick in there uh, brings a bit of humour and, and also it gives a chance for the listener to sort of buy in and go yeah okay actually I might just sort of burgle this whole song and 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 play the play it to my my girlfriend or something this is how i feel so you you can offer a it can be a a sort of thing that can be passed on like that which is a nice feeling has been done all right speaking of has been done where did the music come from let's find out because this was the words first music second song remember
Nice bunch of chords, eh? It just sort of came out of thin air, as often is the case. It's like, where does it come from? Who knows? Um, it just, it just, feel, it just flowed, and 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 the trick is when you get something like that that you feel good about that. It pays to write it down straight away because they're just chords and they're like colours and you know you, you try and paint the same picture twice you can do it it sort of comes out differently you have this idea you know it's like, oh would you paint me one like that like, yeah well I can I'm talking about a seascape here but it's going to be different you know the the colours dry up differently to what you think you know what you have in mind you have a version in mind and the same thing to a degree on the piano I guess but um get them written down somehow and the way I do it is I write the chords so these are chords you know, um, and it's called C major 7 and G and A minor and E minor and so I write those in boxes and by themselves they're nice enough well on top of that I come up with this oh dog new trick hold on a minute I'll be with you, won't be long, I'm in for the long haul, etc. And um, it just sort of feel like floating over, over the top. You sort of float your voice up to it, something that's going to harmonise with that. That chord. Now, for this first, the first note I picked was that la, which is the major seventh note of the scale. You what? Seventh note right there with nice, eh? So that was what nice smooth chord, and then the same as with those other chords, just the note picked it out there. write something like that it just feels really really good what felt good most about that was uh, I, I liked the melody I liked the chords but most of all I liked the fact that it really captured the feeling and that was the driving force and I really think that is number one and I've said this before in these episodes number one gotta have feeling I think doing a, it can be done you can write songs all day and every day without feeling but for me uh, that's not my that's not my thing. I like writing with a bit of feeling. Okay, so then there was the second verse, long haul, blah blah blah. Uh, you can count on me, and then when it's got to go somewhere, I can hear it going for the weekend. Oh yeah, in about twenty years. Ooh, wasn't expecting that. Through different seasons, well I'll be there. So all that was pretty straightforward, you yeah, know? All good. What's this? <laughs> Went off to another key for a moment, but back into... And uh, yeah, look, I think it worked. I think that unusual one, I, I like that little chord. Not a bad idea just to catch the idea. Uh, the melody. For the weekend. 
mm. in about 20 years. And so on, back into a verse. And then after that, that same chords. Didn't know I was falling, but I opened my heart like a window to the storm. Then the stars you were looking for my signal in the sky. So in that case, rather than going to that B, that one where you can hear it again, this train crash sort of B. Here it is, train crash, a bit harsh. The unexpected, shall we say. Whereas this time, and G with the bass. Ah, the first one was G. That one, this one. Didn't know it was the D chord. And E minor. It's saying, play me again. Okay. into the other part. Here it is, this one. As if to say, yep, I'm still here. And that would be enough. But there are some extra words here, and I do like a tag. And a tag can be, sometimes going back to the first verse, that sort of thing, not a bad idea. Um, in this case, the similar chords but biggest story is complex well that's true simple maths is one and one is two happiness is washed away the blue I've known it since I met you so right there the songwriter is saying yeah knew it from the start yeah, the moment you laid your eyes on yeah etc that sort of thing and then to where to then One day, I'd like to record that, I think, with a, a real uh, orchestra. And um, it's a nice feeling playing stuff like that. So there you go. That, that's the way the long haul came together. Um, it, in terms of how long does it take me to write a song, well, look, it doesn't take me very long. Um, I talked to this uh, a lot with Paul. Um, it's... I think I would get bored if I just had to thrash around and, you know, perhaps I should, perhaps I should go over songs, but I think, I think that there's a, you can overdo things, you can overcook them, yeah, it's just right, and and I think for me, I, I really like to work in the moment, I like to work quickly, when I'm painting, it's almost like a little voice says, hey, do you think you're finished? When I feel that feeling... I think I am finished. That is the time to stop the painting. Because after all, you know, what are you trying to produce? A, a painting or a photograph of the place? Man, just go take a picture. Uh, you know, leave some big brush strokes in there. And I think that sort of analogy can go equally well with songwriting. Um, yeah, just, just sort of leaving things a little bit undercooked, I guess, if you will. Like that piano outro, as it were, goes on longer than that. I did a fade on it for the episode, just in case you thought I was off having a cup of tea or something. And um, it just it just kind of makes sense sometimes to... I actually lost the thread of what I was saying. I was being smart. <laughs> smart about that cup of tea. Uh, no idea. Hang on. I want to go back and listen to that. <laughs> I blame it on the cat. And I think actually that could be a new saying for me. I blame it on the cat. 
can't remember this morning. Yeah, yeah, woke me up so early. What I was saying, yeah, leave, leaving some big brush strokes in there. You can, when you're recording it, you can tidy things up. Having having said that, you want to save yourself some angst and some money in a studio, and that do be organised if you're going to go and pay and go into a great studio. I really recommend that um, doing that and having that experience. Um, but be organised, you know. Um, yeah, especially if you only got a, on a tight budget and no time to muck around. It's a good idea. There you go, to be organised. Um, having said that, what was the song uh, Paul and I did of the new album? I must feature the Sand in My Socks, I think. It's the opening sort of blues song. I mean, we started recording it. And we hadn't even worked out the ending. <laughs> and at the end, it just sort of falls apart a bit like, it doesn't fall apart, but it finishes a bit like a blues band, went one of the instruments stop playing and the other and it sort of slows down his natural sort of retard and yeah it works it works somehow but it can be a good idea to have an ending when i when i did this song i I did know that it was all sort of leading to that um instrumental part at the end and i was trying to put into music what i couldn't put into words that was basically the gist of what was going on there I had an idea, you know, the other night I finally got out and went fishing. Woo! Didn't catch a thing. Didn't matter, but what I did catch was, yeah, the feeling. And I'm just going to sort of tell you some of the things I saw and see if it leads me somewhere. First of all, it was a calm, beautiful evening as the indigo sky sort of went ever deeper in tone. The half moon above me went brighter and brighter still until it was joined by all these stars. And the gentle lap, lap, lap of the ocean. Melbourne's got the big, big natural harbour. It's called Port Phillip Bay. Huge, with a tiny gap that leads out to the ocean. And the tides... And the waves, they all sort of crash in along the coastline. But this little gap just doesn't really let those waves come through. So when you get waves, it's a little bit like uh, what happens on an inland lake. If you've seen the little lap, lap waves, rather than the big waves of the tide. And they were lapping away at my feet. It was pretty good, I can tell you that. That was a feeling, and what the feeling was peace, yeah? Here we go.
So in that little moment there, I was just sort of improvising, playing away. Um, did you hear that sort of certain phrases led on into the next, like a little bit of a conversation? And I wanted to know that at the beginning of there, I just had a feeling and um, to do that. And I feel like something would be there. And straight away, as I was listening back to what I was doing, which you do do, and you do, uh, you listen critically to a degree. But um, I think you have to be really careful not to sort of stamp yourself out and go, oh, what a lot of rubbish that is. Oh, twaddle, piano twaddle. I've <laughs> been there, done that. Um, and, and not dismiss your work. And, and just sort of see where it takes you. Because it could be like not the first phrase the second, but the third one that may get you somewhere, and I think eventually I got somewhere with that. It was sort of became, yeah, okay, in there, and you could sort of piece together the verses and stuff. So I could work backwards from that sort of playing and and produce a song. And often these days, that's what I find myself doing because I haven't sort of uh, made the time to write screeds of lyrics, although, look, I have got some of those as well sitting around and got a few online that uh, Paul's been looking at as well, which has been great. We Online, we have them on a shared little Dropbox space, which I reckon is a good idea. But in amongst all that, it's good just to be just completely free and go, hey, I'm in the mood. If you're ever in the mood, commit to it. There you go. <laughs> as per words from the long haul, the feeling of the long haul, and the feeling as a songwriter, if you want to know how it feels, it feels like you're committed. Maybe you should be committed. <laughs> you want to write 600-odd songs, maybe you should be. Look, it's a lot of fun. I could talk all day. But I won't. I'll save some for next time, I think. Hope you've enjoyed the episode as much as I have. been a relaxed one, pretty relaxed. Um, looking forward to more next week. That's the story of the long haul. Leave you with a bit of piano now. Thanks so much for dropping by. Look, if, you, if you've enjoyed this, yes, there's another hundred odd episodes. Um, lots of albums online, lots of music. Um, give it a spin. You've got 45, minute, 45 minutes, listen to a whole album. I've got piano music albums and rock and folk and just, just all kinds of stuff. More to come. More to come, people. There's always more. <laughs> Why? I'm in for the long haul. All right, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for dropping by. This is Pete Pascoe signing out. Bye-bye.